It just means you won't feel where you want to feel. And sometimes the brain doesn't like that and it shows up as pain. Welcome to the Fitness Forever podcast, where I share with you the exact habits, actions, and strategies that I've used over the last 15 years running 27,000 personal training sessions to build the exact framework to help you feel better than you ever have without hurting or hating the process. Thank you for listening. I hope you put into action what you hear today and subscribe. One of the most overrated movement cues you've ever been given by any trainer, physical therapist, or rehab provider across the board is chest up, butt back. I have seen so many people come to me and do that very action when trying to squat or deadlift or really any movement. And even just from the famous eye test, it looks uncomfortable. They're looking up to the sky. They're trying to arch their back super hard. I see all this tension on their face. And then when I ask them where they feel the movement most, it's always somewhere totally different from what the actual goal of the movement is. So today I just want to dive in to why I don't use chest up, butt back, and some options you have for success. I will link a few things in the show notes, including videos of me going through these very movements that you can give a shot at. Just in general, chest up, butt back. I want to talk about what's happening here. First of all, by going chest up, butt back, you're going to bias what we call a very flared rib position. A good way to think about that is just stick your chest up really tall. Try and make yourself super proud and notice where your ribs go. They almost push out from your stomach into the sky. And what this does, if we actively do that, we are going to lose what we call a stacked position. Stacked position, an easy way to think about it is your head, your chest, your hips, we'll say pelvis, are always right on top of each other. You can view it as a Coke can or a cylinder or a pistons, you know, anything along those lines, just a stacked position that allows your abs in the front, your hamstrings in the back, all the muscles around it to just operate better and feel the movement more. When you go to chest up, butt back, you're going into what we call more of an extension position, which, you know, if you can maintain that position, it can be a great way to move weight. It's why you see powerlifters in very extreme positions like that. You just won't have a lot of feel of the movement, which once again, isn't bad. It's just, if your goal is to feel your abs as much as possible in a particular movement and you are in an extended position, it's going to be tough. Second thing to get a little nerdy is if you let your ribs fly open and you get this big chest up butt back position, you will not be able to maintain what we call intra-abdominal pressure. I want you to think of it like this, that Coke can we talked about. I want you to imagine that Coke can is empty, but if you press straight down on top of it, it's going to be very difficult to crush. But if you just tip the inside or like flick the inside of the can where you see a little crease in it, AKA chest up, butt back, you'll see that you can actually compress it down very easily. And so when you can't maintain that abdominal pressure, you might have pressure in other areas because they're trying to take up the slack. That could be just maybe feeling your lower back more. That could be your hips taking a little bit of the beating, which doesn't always mean pain. It just means you won't feel where you want to feel. And sometimes the brain doesn't like that and it shows up as pain. Second thing that's going to happen if we can't maintain that pressure is you won't have this increased ability to use your abs. And once again, if that's not your goal to lift, that's okay. But I would argue that the majority of people that are diving into lifting like you would prefer to just have good feel of the movements that you're doing. So a few cues are going to help you the next time you do this. If you just go through these steps, you might not have to receive any of the nerdiest that I talked about, and you might just see it happen. First of all, if you're doing something like a squat, elevate your heels and you'll notice better control. 
If you're doing something like a deadlift, elevate your toes and you might notice better control. And then focus on this process. First, just get tall. Make yourself tall. And then make your knees soft and give a full long exhale. And then right before you go into the movement, just do a controlled inhale through your nose and avoid losing that rib position. There's more nuance to this, but if you go through those steps, you'll see improved feel in how you lift. Thank you so much for listening to this short one today. I hope you found it useful. If you did, if you could do me a wonderful favor and just text this podcast over to a friend, talk about it with them and take action on at least one thing today. Thank you for listening and have a great day.